0: Student Success Stories podcast. I'm Abby, and today's episode is going to be a little different um, because we don't have any guests today. It's just going to be me, but that is totally okay. Um, we're just going to be reading off some of the answers that we got on this survey that we sent out at the beginning of the year, um, and it's called Success with Learning During the Pandemic. And it's basically the questions that we've been going over with our past guests, and um, But these are just people that we haven't gotten the chance to interview yet. Um, So we can just go ahead and get started with these questions. Um, One of the first ones we have here is, what is the most surprising challenges to online learning? And if you've been listening, you've heard me ask this question to people over and over again. And sometimes you get the same answer. Sometimes you get different answers. And here, I like that I can look at all of these different answers um, in an organized way in the survey. So the first um, response we have here to the question, what has been the most surprising challenge to online learning, um, is, I'll just read it off, staying on task, especially with asynchronous courses it becomes very easy to fall off schedule when there are no concrete meeting times. If I didn't schedule out time each week to follow up with my online courses, I'd find myself scrambling at the end of each week. Taking online exams were also challenging with trying to find a quiet place to take it and making sure your connection didn't drop halfway. I'm actually experiencing this as we speak because as I'm trying to record, um, my cats are making an insane amount of noise, so if you hear any of that, I'm sorry. Um, but that is just one of the things you have to deal with with online learning. When you're taking a test and you have to take it in your room, um, you don't really have control over what your roommates are doing. If you have pets, what your pets are doing. Um, sometimes maintenance will knock on the door and I'm taking a test and I'll have to get up. It, there's just a lot of things you wouldn't expect Uh, would be a problem when you're taking classes in your room, which is something that we're definitely not used to. So some things I've done to combat the noise levels or the disturbances uh, during tests or online classes um, has been to give my roommates a heads up when I'm about to go into a test where I might need a quieter environment or if I'm recording something. Um, I just give them a heads up And I also try and make sure that my cat is locked outside of my room um, so that they can't really make any noise. And I also make sure that I have anything I might need to take the test, like scrap paper or pencils, pens. I have that already as well. The next response simply says, The most difficult aspect was probably not seeing and studying with my friends since we all have taken our pre-med classes together since freshman year. And this one I sympathize with a lot, of course. Um, We're all probably missing spending time with our peers and getting able to like meet new people in our classes. So that has been really difficult, especially since studying with friends is really effective sometimes and they can maybe understand things that you don't understand and vice versa. So that has been, pretty difficult. As you've probably heard from the last episodes, Zoom is a great way to stay in contact with people who you can't see in person, um, especially if you're trying to social distance and all that. Um, But that is a good alternative, as well as the Navigate Study Buddies feature. As vaccines are getting handed out, um, there is a light at the end of the tunnel where we might be able to go back to in more in-person classes which is a great thing since in-person learning is a lot more collaborative um, and it seems it's more familiar at least but until then it's it can get exhausting to be in this online environment but it's important to just keep you know a positive mindset through these last months of the pandemic hopefully the last months um and to just, like, stay motivated and know that, you know, we can get through this eventually. The next question is, what is something you wish you knew about online learning before you started? And the first response that I wanted to read was really simple. It was just how different it really is from being in person. And that goes in hand with the next one, um, which is... I wish I would have known that just because it's online doesn't mean the class is going to be easier. If not, it was more challenging because especially with asynchronous classes, you have less opportunities to ask spontaneous questions as you would during scheduled class time and would then have to make more time to schedule a meeting with the professor. I would say this is very true um, because of the way that Zoom classes are structured and how you're muted most of the time, you can feel awkward or feel like you're disturbing the class if you unmute yourself and ask a question because then there's lagging and there's awkward silence and they won't hear you. It's just I don't know. To me, when I'm in classes at least, it feels like so different to ask a question online versus in person where, you know, it's easier and it's Less awkward. (laughs) The next response to this is online learning often requires more patience than in person classes. Learning online stimulates a greater appreciation for the classes that we do get to take in person. I think this is a really interesting response to this question, especially the way they say that it gives them a greater appreciation for the classes that they do get to take in person which is so true. It reminds me of these film classes that you would take first um, semester uh, when you get to Baylor as a film major. And uh, one of them is production methods. And the basic premise of, of that class is that you are helping the Lariat TV film their stuff. And that is how you're graded in the classes, how well you're able to actually help them with their set. And it makes me think about how crazy it would be if i wouldn't be able to take that in person like that experience i would just not have so it does make you appreciate all the experiences that you got you know in person i think the next uh, response that i found really interesting was to the question if you could give one piece of advice to students taking online courses this semester what would it be Um, and the response is If it's asynchronous, pretend the class is scheduled and physically put it in your weekly schedule at a certain time. Don't let yourself make excuses that would put off lectures or doing work for the class. It is very easy to do so but very hard to catch up again. Keep in mind due dates and check in with the syllabus every so often to make sure you didn't miss anything. Also don't go into an online class assuming it will be easier, because in fact it might be more challenging. Approach it as if it was a normal class and be prepared to put in the same, if not more, effort into preparing and studying for the class. Um, Wow, really well written. Um, Just a good response in general. And I think we can see the absolute theme of don't expect that your online classes will be easier. Um, That they might actually require more time. More time by yourself scheduling and learning how you retain information on your own, especially with reading. Um, sometimes with these online classes, professors will upload a lot of YouTube videos or just videos of them speaking. Uh, so if you learn by listening, um, you can also walk around your room while you're listening to your lectures if that helps you stay focused. Um, taking Obviously taking notes. Um... But yeah, there's a lot of ways for you to keep yourself engaged while you're spending all of that time reading or listening to your lectures. The next question is, is there anything you prefer about online learning? And the first response I wanted to look at um, is this one, and this is how it, it goes. I think the biggest upside to online learning is the flexibility in scheduling especially with classes that are conducted asynchronously. Originally, when my friends and I had registered for fall 2020, before spring break happened and everything closed down, the way scheduling worked out was, ha- was we were not able to take our physics two and different equations courses together with the same professor. These are courses that are historically challenging and we we're really hoping to be able to take them together and work through this difficult material together. When the new schedules for fall came out those courses were both being offered asynchronously so suddenly that scheduling conflict did not exist anymore and being able to take those classes with my friends and do homework together and study together really helped me be successful this is a really interesting answer i just never thought about it that way where suddenly if you're both taking the same asynchronous course online Um, then absolutely you can study together and probably find a lot of middle ground in the things both of you need to go over. Don't get me wrong, even if you were both taking the same class in person, but you happen to have different professors or you took it at a different time, of course you can still study together then too. I just never thought about it with this online format where it would make it absolutely more easier to do that. This next person, when asked if they preferred anything about online classes, this person said, Professors who integrate technology well in the classroom make online learning so much more enjoyable. My Chinese professor used a host of video sharing sites, Pictionary modules, YouTube videos, and more to make our course content engaging and interesting. I loved how easily she was able to transition to an online learning environment with these technological tidbits. For this person I truly want to say that we're in the same Chinese class <laughs> because I'm in a Chinese class now and my professor uses all of those things. She has a crazy amount of re- online resources that she uses for our completely remote Chinese class. She is totally prepared. We use Bongo a lot of the time um, and of course we do everything over Zoom. So something she'll do every class is put us into small groups in our Zoom lessons so that you're kind of forced to talk to your classmates, get to know each other. But that's actually a good thing because of all my online classes, that's the only online class where I could name, actually name some of my classmates. So yeah, that I totally get this one. This next person said that they preferred... Um, The ability to work at your own pace and how it can be helpful, especially last semester since I was balancing Baylor classes with studying for the MCAT. It is also helpful at times to be able to rewatch recorded lectures over difficult material. This is kind of related to something someone else said, um, which was, for online learning taking place through Zoom, oftentimes the lectures are recorded and saved to Canvas for future reference. In addition, there's more flexibility to your schedule for attending office hours and finding new times to study. So, that's a very similar response in the way they're both saying that they love the way that you're able to build your own schedule with the online format. Like we've talked about, this is a gift and a curse. It can really make you too comfortable and let you leave everything till the last minute, or you can take that into your own hands and do everything on time or even ahead of schedule and have time to relax and you know have it be on your own terms. I think especially for students that have jobs uh, this is helpful because you're able to have your work hours but also be able to build your class schedule too and not have to worry so much about not being available during those normal school hours. The next question that we had on the survey is, what is something you wish you knew about online learning before you started? And the first response, which I think is really funny, is um, turn off your video if you don't need it on. It's mentally exhausting to worry about how you look. I... (laughs) this one's funny because it's true sometimes you just want to have your camera off and I mean it's easier to not pay attention that way but for my classes at least it's not an option a lot of the times understandably the professors want you to have your cameras on unless it's like actually broken um but you know that's a good point if you can make yourself pay attention without having that camera on You know, why not? And then you can just stay in your pajamas in your bed and do class from your bed. So the next response um, from this student for the question, what is something you wish you knew about online learning before you started? This next response is a long one, but it's good. So, you know, hang in there. It goes, I guess I would have liked to have known or at least understood better that the professors are not out to get you. They're not trying to trip you up or make you fail in their online class. They're dealing with a lot of the same problems that we students are as they suddenly had to change and adapt to unfamiliar circumstances. If you communicate well and communicate early, a lot of the time professors are going to be totally willing to help you navigate online learning, navigate their class and get strategies and resources in place for you to succeed. When I was taking an online final last spring, my internet crashed in the middle of it. My Zoom, lap, my Zoom tab closed and I got backed out of Canvas and thought I had lost all my work. I was freaking out. What if the professor does not believe me that my internet went down? What if he thinks I'm trying to cheat? What if I fail the class? Am I going to be able to get my work back? All of these things were going through my head, and so I paused for a moment and took a deep breath and got back in contact with my professor as soon as my internet came back. He was 100% understanding, helped me recover my work through Canvas, and gave me some extra time to finish the assessment. Professors at Baylor want you to succeed, and they're going to help you succeed in this difficult time." Wow. What a good response. That's a really good story to bring up. Things like that happen all the time, it's, it's crazy with these online classes. There is just so much room for error, um, you know, technology wise. So that's a really good response. I think especially the part about re- reaching out to your professors early is also true. I think a lot of the times we push off reaching out to our professors where it eventually turns into a week has passed and then it's two weeks and then it's too late to reach out and it looks like that you have just forgotten about the assignment or you just couldn't be bothered to do anything about it and then your professor is less inclined to help you. So it it really is just reaching out the moment you realize, oh, I probably need more time for this or, oh my gosh, something happened and I just need the professor's help. Most of the time, they are absolutely understanding. This next one um, is also good. It's a little bit less encouraging, but I think it's, it's valid, so we should probably go over it. This response said, I wish I had been prepared for how much the online format hinders discussion. I wouldn't have been able to do much about it, but I would have at least expected it. There is so much energy in a room where a professor and the students are engaged in the discussion, and everyone can feel everyone else's energy. I feel little, if any, of that energy on Zoom." I feel like this response is totally valid and it's true in some cases. I mean, you can obviously tell that your professor is trying their hardest to get students involved and read the faces of their students on Zoom and try and, you know, pick up cues on if we're understanding what she's saying or, you know, if we're paying attention and it's hard for them to do that. Um, Like I said before, with the internet lagging and the awkward pauses, it is, it is different. So I do wish I had known that too before starting online classes, that it would just be so different. I don't think anyone ever talked about that. The next survey question is, what helps you manage your online classes and in-person courses? This person said... Aggressive scheduling. I have a printout of the whole semester, day by day, where I mark important dates, exams, finals, projects, labs, days off, meetings, you name it. I also have a whiteboard above my desk that shows only the next month. So I have everything listed in one place and then an up close view of what's imminent as well. I can structure my day and my studying around this so I do not miss anything important. And everything that needs to get done, gets done. I also schedule my breaks and fun activities in here. I play pickup softball on Saturdays with a group of guys who live in my hall. I get dinner at East Village at the same time every day with another group of friends. I do my best to keep a consistent sleep schedule, going to bed and waking up at roughly the same time, and always at least eight hours. That is critical, too. See, okay, <laughs> the sleep part, some people can go without sleep. I don't understand it. Some people can, though. I am not one of those people. If I will I will choose sleep over everything almost to a fault. Um, so get your assignments done, but if it's at the expense of your well-being the next day, you know, how much good is it worth? If it's really going to cripple you the next day to not have that sleep... You know, maybe prioritize. See if you can get an extension for it. Sometimes you can. Um, You never know. This next person has some more practical advice. They say, Google Calendar and the semester on a page document that is provided by Baylor Student Success Centers are your best friend. I always make sure my assignments, homework, organization meetings, interviews, exams, quizzes, etc., We're put into Google Calendar and we're set up with multiple reminder notifications. The semester on a page is really helpful as well because I would put all my exams on that document. I color coded based on the class. I like being able to see on one piece of paper which classes had exams overlapping with each other and when they're going to happen. The next person has kind of a similar response so I think I'll just read that too. It says, a few mainstays of course, a planner. Microsoft Outlook and a calendar in my room. Each goes into a different level of detail. For instance, my calendar has key dates like tests and events, while my planner has individual readings and homework assignments. I can give an out-of-glance look at my day by using my calendar and then getting into the nitty-gritty with my planner. In essence, customize your organizational tools so that they provide you with the amount of information you desire in Different instances. I think I have a piece of advice for anyone that is struggling with staying organized with this online format, and I'm telling this from a place of experience. Um, go to the dollar store, go to their stationery section. Uh, I know a lot of teachers shop there um, to get cheap, affordable um, stationery for your classes. Get everything you could possibly need and get some stickers while you're at it to customize it. Maybe some paint. They have a lot of cute stuff there. Um, And you know what? Also get yourself some snacks while you're there too. Why not? Um, But get all the organizational tools you need, print out your syllabus, highlight it, you know, color code everything. And that is going to be your holy grail for the start of the semester. Is to just get all of your information in one place that you can look at every day, and that you can you know keep a tentative look at so that if anything's changing, any of those dates are changing, you're aware of it, and you have a place to keep track of all that information. The next question, and this might be one of the last questions we do, is what helped you prepare for the transition to online learning. And I'm kind of seeing that a lot of people felt that they were actually prepared for that. This person said, I was homeschooled for my entire academic career until attending college. So by the time the pandemic hit, I had become very good at teaching material to myself. I had a lot of experience with online and self-directed learning, and that really helped me transition to learning with Baylor. Um, And then the next person said, before the pandemic, many in-person classes were incorporating technology into assignments and coursework so I think that a familiarity with Canvas and other online tools helped prepare me for the transition. I also think being generally organized made this transition a lot easier and I'm kind of seeing a lot of responses like this like that people felt like they could use past experiences to help them get through this. I think maybe what we're seeing is that a lot of people didn't expect online learning to be something that would break their academic career but more like we didn't expect how hard it would be to maintain this for so long and now that we've been in this pandemic for so long it's like we're looking at how do you sustain your success in an online learning environment even if it's maybe something you don't have the choice to do you know um, so I think It's good that people are feeling like they can handle this and that they already know how to how to do this. Well, I think the question that we're going to end on is if you could give one piece of advice to students taking online courses this semester, what would it be? So I think we'll just end with some advice because I think that'll be nice. This person says in all caps, stay strong. Online courses definitely drained my energy much more than in-person classes. I think the key is to set in a schedule and a groove that you can work with while finding the time and means to stay healthy and happy. I made sure I had time away from my computer, either with my dog or just taking a nap, and that really helped keep my sanity as well. The next person said, dress up for online class and wake up at least 30 minutes before they start. You owe it to yourself to log on with a clear, awake mindset and feel good about yourself in the process. I know that if I sign in with sweatpants on, I won't feel like I'm in a real classroom, and it will affect my learning. See, this one I agree with, but at the same time, I go to class in sweats anyways, so, I mean, that's subjective. This person has a really positive outlook. They said... You don't have to have the perfect plan from the outset. Your organizational methods, studying, and time management will shift over the semester. This is perfectly natural and healthy. Everything is a learning experience. I like this one. I think that's a good way of looking at things. Not to say that you shouldn't try and establish some type of like study habits or you know things like that. Um, this person said, Plan out your classes everything you need to make time for in your life. Plan out time to relax, plan out eating time, plan out sleep, working out, extracurriculars. It'll give you far more realistic view of your time and you won't cut corners procrastinating. I like this one, even if it's just at the beginning of each day, thinking to yourself, what do I need to accomplish today? And what way can I do this so that I am First of all, most likely to actually accomplish all these things, and what way is the most productive, like, approach for me to do this with. So I like this one. And then I think this is a good piece of advice to just end on, and it's stay focused. Start the semester with a clear and realistic picture of what your goals are for class, and make a plan that will help you achieve those goals. Then stick to that plan. You'll be surprised how much of a difference consistency makes. Um, And with that, I think that we are all out of time for today. Next week, we will be joined by some more students, so it won't just be me. But it's been great to talk to you guys and, you know, get some time with you guys alone. So thank you for listening and thank you for tuning in. And sick and bears. Thank you for tuning in to the Student Success Stories podcast. You can listen to our previous episodes on iTunes or you can find us on Instagram and YouTube at Student Success Stories. Would you like to be featured on the podcast? DM us on Instagram. Thank you for listening and sick and bears.